and gentlemen, this is your boy, The Saint, and this is, of course, The Saint Says. Coming live and direct from Kansas City, Missouri, my hometown. Hope everybody had a good week. It is Friday, yay. Some of you probably got paid today, so hopefully you'll take your money and do something positive with it. Or just take it to a bar and drink some beer, or do whatever the hell you do with your money. It's your money. Speaking of money, tonight, that is what my main subject is. Money. Some people call it the root of all evil, and in some cases, it's exactly that. You have too many of them, you start to not trust people. You don't have enough of them, and you'll probably end up on the overpass and on the highway somewhere, or in a tent, or living in the trees, or anything else that you know, screams, I'm poor as hell. Money can also get you a lot of debt, pay off a lot of bills, you can put a lot of people through college, you can put yourself through college, you know, get better jobs, whatever. Get a better car, get a better house, get better technology. All of that comes from the dollar. Well, people go to school and go to college and become something to earn big money. Athletes go to school and play football, basketball, baseball, hockey, whatever the hell they play to get a dollar or a million of them. And uh, depending on how many you have is how much your trust level goes down. Now, I am not a rich man. I am completely not a rich man. I have a truck that dates back to the late 90s. I live in an apartment, not a house. I get paid very little at my job. I do have a job, so I should be happy about that. And um, the biggest money I've ever seen in my entire life was $300,000 that belonged to my father from an accident he had years prior to when I seen it. And I have had big money. I've had small money. I've had no money. I have had buku things in my, in my refrigerator because of money. And I've had nothing but uh, baking soda in my refrigerator because of no money. Depending on your situation is how much money you have on you. Now, in this day and age, wealth, as, as always, is a big thing. The bigger money you have, the more people you have around you. And I don't mean like friends and family. I'm talking about like, you know, business people and, you know, you know athletes have their managers and their, their agents and all that other bullshit they get when they get drafted by somebody that's not like college or anything. Musicians, they sing, they dance, they do tours and everything else to get money from their companies. And um, people do a lot of crazy stuff to get money. They've done everything from singing to killing people. Mafia knows about that a little bit. So depending on what you do with your life is what you earn in that life. 
I bring this up because I was thinking I'm a big I'm a big guy when it comes to millionaires and billionaires. I think I mentioned that before. And how somebody who has all this damn money, billionaires especially, they have all this money to blow. They can buy whatever the hell they want to. They can buy anybody they want to and be totally they're totally set for life unless the world ends or someone wipes them out by hacking them. But it also makes you paranoid as hell. My prime example and my always go-to is Howard Hughes. Howard Hughes is a billionaire. He's been dead since 72, supposedly, but he is a billionaire on paper. But he had so much money back in the day, and he had a rated disease that you know, to this day, you can probably use a pill or something to get rid of it, OCD. But he was a germaphobe. And a germaphobe is somebody that doesn't like to be around germs. And Howard Hughes has this, had it completely bad. To the point where he um, was staying places for six or seven months, not touching anything. He would grow his hair out, his fingernails out. He wouldn't bathe, he wouldn't do anything. And this is a millionaire doing this. So, that was about a 60s and 70s version. The future version is crazier than that. Now, I look at millionaires and billionaires and I think to myself, yeah, you got all this damn money. You're, you're loaded. You got money out the ass. You could buy anything, you could sell anything. People flock to you, whatever. Now, I've mentioned this before that money makes you paranoid, and it does. Depending on how much you have is how much paranoia that you do have. You don't know if a person's around you because they you know, want money or they just quit you because they think you're crazy or they're trying to steal it from you. Usually it's all, all those. And uh, money, having money is great. It's great. You can buy stuff. You can pay off stuff. Get, uh, you know, you don't have to worry about anything. And that's what money does. It gives you security. However, you, um, depending on what you do to get the money and how much uh, money you have, is um, basically how much people will be around you. If you want a really very good example of that, look at musicians and athletes, especially basketball and football athletes and singers and rap stars and whatever. Because if you notice, especially now, singers especially, they bring out albums after albums after albums, songs. Before the one that is brought out is over with, they're already making a new one. The reason being is also to get, well, to get paid too, but also to be relevant. Now, we all know that Taylor Swift, when she first started out, um, she was in the country. And she had a little curls and everything, and she was, you know, singing, you know, you know, and Juliet and all that type of stuff. And and that's fine. You know, people were, you know, people were digging it. You know, there were, you know, country people like, oh my God, it's so nice, you know, and it's Taylor Swift. But then one fine day, Taylor Swift pulled a swift one, <laughs> get it, swift. Um, she um, starts singing some um, some uh, pop songs, 
a lot of pop songs. She was showing a lot more skin. The curly hairdo was gone. It was all straight. And she's got a little bit more, and no offense to Taylor Swift. I'm not talking about you, but I'm making a point here. She became a little bit more raunchy. And with that, her, her Swifties, or whatever she calls them, they fall right along with her. She grew out, grew the whole, you know, you know, Taylor Swift, you know, look like Shirley Temple thing. And she became a mega, mega star because she changed her genres. Now, some people think she did it because she didn't like, she didn't like country music, which is where she started. And some people think she did it because she wanted to grow with her audience, which I, I can understand that too. For me, I know exactly why she did. It's because of, uh, of money. <laughs> I mean, come on. I mean, it's like, it's like um, say for example, Michael Jackson, baddest man on the damn planet when he was alive, that is. He could not do anything. He was worth millions, billions even. His, his, uh, his catalog right now is, is actually being sold for I think about maybe 900 some odd million dollars or something like that. The man's been dead for like almost 14 years now. And, you know, people are still listening to him like he's still walking around somewhere. But it goes back to the thing saying that you were worth more dead than you are alive. And Michael Jackson and Elvis are prime examples of that. Both of them have been respectfully dead for a very long time. And their music is still being played by people of all ages. So money is a big thing. You don't do something to get it, then you just don't have it, okay? You are important as much as how much you have on you. And you can say, well, no, that's not true. Yes, it is true. It is very fucking true. If I walked into a restaurant and I had $1 in my pocket, couldn't buy anything on the damn menu or nothing, then the menu or the people that are serving Look at me as, well, he's trespassing. And the only thing he can afford to get is water. So he should not be here. They know, you know, say it nicely, like, will you please leave and stuff like that. They get to the point where they'll call the cops and they'll say, I'm trespassing, blah, blah, blah. Whereas somebody that has millions of dollars, they can come in. They got their little, little entourage with them. And you, know, you got your boys, you got your girls, you know, they all acting crazy and everything. And you're a millionaire, so who gives a damn? You can buy every damn body in the damn in the damn building, food, drink, whatever, and it's all on you. And people will look at you like, "Hey, this guy's pretty all right. This, he's awesome." It's not because you're actually awesome. It's because you just brought this person over here a bunch of damn money with a bunch of money. You bought everybody in the damn place something to eat and something to drink. That's the only reason why they think that you're awesome. Okay, so in other words, money makes you or makes you handsome. If you are ugly as a damn dog, you could be, you could have pits in your damn face. Your eyes could be big as fucking chihuahuas, and you could be the ugliest bastard on the planet. And money will make you look cute. If you want another example of that, and no disrespect to his family. Notorious B.I.G. I mean, <laughs> Biggie Small or Notorious or Ch or Christopher, whatever you want to call him. He was not cute to me. Actually, he's never been cute to me because I'm a man. But to 
a woman who will see him like before he got famous, I don't see them talking to him. I mean, he may have been a charming guy, you know, he, you know, he looked like he was a pretty charming dude, whatever. But, you know, he didn't look like, you no, know, he didn't look like Denzel. He didn't look like Shamar Moore. He didn't look like anybody. He looked like, you know, Biggie Smalls. So when, when he did these videos, these girls and his stuff, and, you know, they all half naked and everything, and they're hanging around him and stuff, and he's all like, baby, baby, you know, and stuff like that. They were not there because, you know, they actually had a thing for, you know, Notorious B.I.G. They were there to get paid. And um, they got paid. And women were like, oh, my God, he's so fine. Okay, why? <laughs> okay, you can tell, tell me why you think he's fine. Well, because he just, okay, you can't name anything off the top of your head. is because he got money. That's all it is. And that's to be for any R&B star any hip-hop star or anything else. You cannot tell me that someone actually thinks, and <laughs> don't ask me why, but you cannot tell me that someone thinks and actually believes that Lil Wayne was fine or cute. Hell no. Even before he became Catfish Head, because have you seen Lil Wayne's hair in the last few years? He looked like he had like a bunch of damn catfish on top of his head. Fried catfish. He's got tattoos all over his face. You think he was an M13 or something? And he and when he rhymes, he sounds like Stripe from the Gremlins. He looks like Stripe from the Gremlins. He go. He got the platinum teeth. You know. He's got the. You know. I did. You know. Stuff like that. Whatever. The man is ugly as hell. Okay. And the only reason real reason that anybody will want to be with around or even with Lil Wayne is because the man has money. Money makes you fucking cute as hell. You are fine and shit. You could look like you could look like the Dumbo and someone will think you fine because, not because of you but because of your money. And you can say, no, Rob, no, say, you don't know what the hell you do. Yes, yes, I do. Okay, oh, yes, I do. Now, we all have our wanting, we all want to be, you know, want to be rich, okay? It's a proven fact. People get up in the morning and go to work, it's like, God, I wish I could hit the lottery. God, I wish I could hit the Powerball. Or if I hit the Powerball, this, 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 this. Okay. You come up there and, and say, like, you hit the biggest damn lottery there is. There was one not too long ago, like 300, like three or 400 million bucks or whatever, you know, 2 billion. Something like that. You hit that shit. Okay. And anybody that you know knows that you just hit this money over here. Okay. You want to know who you'll be, who was your real friends before you got is the ones that be around you when you were broke. And now that you're rich. They don't give a damn about you having all this damn money or no money at all. They just know you as a friend. Okay. So just say you hit a big ass powerball. Okay, like for millions, you be spending your your grandchildren are gonna be spending your damn money when you are dead. Okay, and you start getting friends that you ain't fucking know hanging around you, and they're not hanging around you because they're actually friends of yours or your friends are your friends or whatever. It's because you're a billionaire, and they want some of the fucking action. 
You can say I'm lying. You can say, no, it ain't like that. Yes, the fuck it is. Okay. Anyway, so you get all these friends, you know, you got your boys out there. Hey, what's up, man? What you doing? What you doing? And the first thing that comes out their mouth is, and you'll know this because you'll hear it a lot. Yo, man, I got, I got this problem, man. You know, my girl's doing this, girl's doing that, and whatever. Okay. First of all, that's your problem. Okay. You had baby mama problems. You shouldn't have had baby mamas. No one told you to have 15 kids. You have a basketball team. No one told you to do that. So why are you bringing your problems to me? Why is that? Because 10 minutes ago, you wouldn't even brought this up to me. It's because I'm a millionaire, ain't it? They'll be like, no, no, man, no, I ain't nothing like that. Boy, please, <laughs> give me a break here, okay? Money makes you, money makes people scheme. It makes you do criminal activities. It'll make you, like, if you are an athlete, it makes you make you dunk harder or shoot the ball, run the ball, whatever, okay? And you can say, they can say, oh, well, I love the game of basketball. And they probably do. They probably do. They probably love football. They probably love baseball. They probably grew up with a ball in your hand or whatever. Dad put them in there like, hey, you going to be a football player. Okay? Well, that's all well and good. Okay? But when you start making the money that your grand, your father and your mother knew that you were going to make when you became old enough to play the sport that, that you're in. But then, you know, you, uh, you start... You get drafted by one of these teams and you get this contract that's you know worth like 20 or 30 million dollars or whatever that's when you'll start seeing things change around a lot people are going to be asking you for stuff that you know only you will be able to give them whether it be a house be a car pay off a bill pay off a, a debt whatever and you will be the bank of whoever the hell you are and I can hear it now, people saying, well, this don't know what the hell he talking about. Well, it just so happens, I do know. When my dad was alive, he busted his back badly, okay, to the point where he could not walk for months. He was on his, on his back or, or flipped over or whatever for months. Couldn't talk, couldn't move, couldn't do any damn thing. Reason being is because a company he worked for, the step on his semi, because he was a semi driver, cracked under the pressure of bad weather and he busted his damn back to the point where he suffered with it for the rest of his rest of his life at before he died he got a settlement from the company that my dad told me it was it was close to a million bucks i was like huh <laughs> come on dad no really it was he showed me the fucking check okay now my dad, you know, he was, you know, he was a dad, you know, he was, um, you know, he was, he was a kid, you know, he, you no know, money was like a big thing back in his day, you know, especially in the sixties and seventies. So when he got this settlement, you know, you can see you know, the, the dollar size in his damn highs. He was just like, it was a ching, 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 you know? So one day I came home from school. This was in California back in like 1988, something like that. And my dad had a hundred thousand dollars sitting on this counter. And I'm sitting there looking at him like, I'm like, what in the hell's going on here? 
So I'm thinking my dad done some damn crime or something like that. What, what, what's up with this? <laughs> you know, he's like, hey, son, how you doing? You know, so my dad, I didn't, I, like I said, I don't know how, I, at the time, I didn't know how to, how to count because I didn't like math. I can't stand math. I still can't stand math, but I know how to count money. Well, my dad gave me the option of counting some of the money that was in front of me here. He said, anything I counted, I could have. Okay. Before you start saying, well, shit, I would have done it. Okay. You don't understand. You didn't, didn't understand my dad. I count this money, like right in front of him, like blah, 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 blah. Okay. I wouldn't have gotten anything but my ass whooped. Just to prove a point that uh, money makes you do anything. I wasn't about to count that money because I know my dad was not about to come up off no damn $100,000 to a, like a 14 or 15 year old kid. Ain't gonna happen. And it didn't. So you see, some people think that when you see green things in front of you, you will do pretty much any damn thing to get it. Men have killed people. They have stolen from people. They have jacked people to get them. They're taking Kelly converters and they're taking cars themselves to sell them to get the money. They will bust in your damn house, rob you at gunpoint, home invasion, beat the holy shit out of you to get the money that you have that they want. People will do pretty much any damn thing. They, women have dropped their draws to get some money. Men have dropped their draws to get some money. Strip joints, shake their ass, get some money. See, the biggest, the biggest thing is to get the money that you want, okay? And unless you are so damn desperate to get that money, then you will do whatever the hell you got to do to get it. And I ain't got no problem with strippers. They, they do what they have to do. Sometimes they have, that's all they can do to get somebody to go, you know, to do what they have to do. But, but the thing is, once you get all of it, once you get all the money that you could fucking think of, billions, you know, you got money out the ass, you sh- and money comes out your ass. That's how, that's how you, you're doing it now. Then you start kind of looking at people kind of strange. You look at them kind of funny, like, okay. Okay, why is this dude around me for? Why is he hanging around me for? And you just waiting for him to ask you for something. Because that's usually what happens. And everybody becomes a, you know, a, a, you know, a helping person. Everybody's like, hey, look, man, I got no this, I got that, I got, you know. And, and people sometimes fall for it. And some are like, no, I ain't falling for that shit. And then the person gets mad. And then they take it by force. That'll be by carjacking you, breaking to your house, shooting you, blowing you up, whatever. Anything to get some money out of you that you earned. But they wanted to get it the other kind of way. Ladies and gentlemen, what I'm trying to say is this. this. Money is great. It's awesome. You can do whatever the hell you want to as long as you got enough of it. People work their entire lives to get a, a paycheck. Some live paycheck to paycheck. I do that. Okay. I am not rich by no damn means. Okay. But I have, um, I've seen what money does to people, the people that don't have it, the people that have too much of it. Some become uppity as hell. They can't talk to them. They get too much. They, they, you can't tell them anything. 
they figure, hey, I, the more money I got, the smarter I am. And sometimes that's that's true, and sometimes, hell no, you dumb as a damn brick. But you're rich, though. So congratulations. But people will do just about any damn thing to get a greenback from anybody. People shuttle kids around as sex slaves. Fucking money. That's the most the most creepiest shit I've ever heard of. I ever I mean and I cannot stand a person that does stuff to women and children. They will sell a woman's body to get some money from them. They will sell children to get money from them. Happens every damn day. Right now, someone's being sex trafficked for some fucking money. And that's the dark part of it. Because if you're not a millionaire or a billionaire, you will do whatever the hell you think you can do to get the money in your pocket. Fuck the person you mess around with. Okay? So, say something like, say like, um, oh, I don't know. Jay-Z. Ah, yes. They told me the whole. And, uh, you know, he's a billionaire and he, you know, he's got you know, he's got rock, rock Nation and all that type of stuff. He's got Beyonce, who's also a millionaire and all that type of crap. And, you know, and, and that's great. I'm glad the man is, he used to sell drugs and stuff like that. But, of course, he's not doing that anymore. But the thing is, he's changed a little bit. What do you mean by change? What I mean is, is that um, he um, he's no longer like the Jay-Z from, like, say, Hard Knock, Hard Knock Life, you know, Volume 2 or something. That was a Jay-Z I knew. The one was talking about hustling and driving around the Bentley and, you know, got a ragtop down in the middle of winter in New York and shit, stuff like that. Yeah, that's the one I grew up with, okay? That's the one the songs I listened to. Now, he's made other songs since then, other albums. They were all good. But then he was talking about retiring. That lasted about a year. It's a, that's another thing about money. Some people think that since you got all this damn money, you can retire. Why the hell are you going to retire for, at 23 years old? What the hell did you do before you became a billionaire at 23 years old? What the hell are you retiring from? If you watch any damn reality show on TV, again, money comes involved. Because all these housewives are... You know, either making their own money or living off somebody else's. Okay, and you can you can call me a some bitch for that. I don't care. I don't even like the damn housewives of any damn thing. Bunch of lazy damn women to sit around, get mad at each other, pissed off at each other, and then drinking and then drink mimosas and then go on vacations for shit that ain't fucking none. So, sorry, not sorry. Anyway. So they're living off money from, you know, from guys or themselves and they're making hairlines and perfume lines and other kind of lines they can think of to keep that money going. The Kardashians, oh, that family I just despise. They got rich just off being Kardashians and also basketball players. They, they, man, whew, man, my God, the the Kardashians have ran through every day, pretty much every damn NBA player there is. If you don't believe me, just 
just just check what I'm talking about here, okay? They're all they all been you know knocked up by a by a you know NBA player, you know they've been slept with and everything, and um, they're popular for what reason? What the hell? Are they, I mean, seriously, none of them sing, none of them dance, none of them do any damn thing. They just sit around and you know look. Oh my God, I'm a Kardashian, you know, and like Kim K with her. Uh, I don't even want to get rough with her, but she's going to come with thing and talk about, well, some people need to go out their ass and work. So do you. <laughs> okay. The only thing, the only thing Kim Kardashian is known for besides dating that crazy ass bastard Kanye is, um, or being married to him and having his children is her. I mean, well, I don't want to be sound sexist or anything, but her ass. That's it. That means she got a platform ass. You can stand on it. You can tap dance. You can sing. You can dance. You know, whatever. You know, see how much I love that. Just family. I really don't care. But um, yeah. But I mean, but yeah. Again, money comes involved. So Cardi, you know, so Kim, Kim K, especially, she comes up there and makes all these, you know, these like these little bras, or skin bras. They look like they're, you know, skin, but they're actually bras. You know, and she got lines here, lines there, and then you got Chloe, and then you got the other fifteen other girls there that they're making money and stuff. And it took a 15 minute window. It made it a whole entire damn career. My question is, what in the hell did they do? I mean, I've never seen Kim Kardashian act. I've never seen her, you know, do any kind of singing, which would probably be really funny if she did. Or any of that shit. The only thing she was known for before she got with Kanye and had North, South, East, West, and Northwest, and you know, all the other type of Westers, is you know her being with you know NBA stars and then Reggie Bush, who was a football player. I guess he didn't stand a chance. So anyway, but yeah, so that's what that's what money does to you. You try to stay in the knowing. You try to stay in the everybody like knows you. Like oh Kim Kardashian, I know who she is, and she makes money off of just showing making up appearances and stuff like that. And I'm sitting there like what what do you do? <laughs> I just, I mean, don't let me, don't ever let me meet a Kardashian in person. Oh my God. I'll be like, okay, I got one question. What, what do you do? What do you mean? What, what, what do you do? Do you, do you, do you sing? Hell no. Do you, uh, do you dance? Are you Paula, like Paula Abdul or something? No. Would your Laker girl? No. The only thing that they were known for before they became wherever the hell they are now is like Robert Kardashian. That was their father. He stayed out the damn spotlight. He was like, man, fuck that. I'm not doing that. But again, it comes down to money. The youngest damn Kardashian, she's a damn billionaire. And she ain't even out of her 20s yet. For what? Okay? And 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 I mean, I may be reading into this too much or whatever, but it just really cracks me up how people will do whatever the hell it is to get some money. And I mean, and some people are, they do it. And then some are forced to do stuff. Prostitution, you know, selling drugs, beating up on people, killing people. You know, you got hit men out here to do, you know, do hits for money and shit. I mean, it's not the only in the movies, you know, that, that, that shit happens in real life. You know, you know, mafias, mobs have been raised on that shit. So money is a root of all evil. In other countries, they are built off of their, the people that they deal with. 
and they come up and they they got their billion dollar you know corporations and all that type of stuff movie theaters you get to get money from them it is it, it's, it's it's a non-ending thing and now being that this is a future you know they got bitcoin you know and you know they try explaining to me once what bitcoin is i'm like i don't understand it and don't care really but everybody's like that's the way of the future you know and it's like okay you can take your money anywhere i thought you could do that too when you get a card or something like that and money actually itself is becoming a dinosaur because everybody has credit cards and debit cards and stuff like that you don't actually have to have money on you but also it makes you very vulnerable because hackers just like every damn body else wants money too and they will do pretty much any damn thing to get the money that you have into their pocket so money makes you crazy it makes you paranoid it makes you mistrust people even though now it doesn't really take money to do that everybody's mistrusting and and it's you know it, it makes you really you know scared of shit. and again howard hughes is a very good example of that the man was a billion was a millionaire and he was dressing like a hobo i mean like raggedy pants and raggedy shirts and he was a millionaire come on you cannot tell me that money does not not do that to people because you don't know who the hell to trust around you, know, you, you talk to somebody they'd be up there like yeah and they'd be getting all your information down and next thing you know they wipe you completely the fuck out i know you heard about that damn thing with the um the silicon valley bank or whatever they just you know completely shut down everybody's like where, where, where my money at and and banks they don't give a shit. they just like everybody else they want your money and they get it and they're like okay well see you later or rupert murdoch or uh what's the hell's name no 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 not not him <sighs> the guy that did that ponzi scheme took all that damn money from people uh i can't remember his name doesn't matter he's a piece of shit. but yeah took all that damn money and then just took off he went to, he went to prison but they, everybody was still poor after you know he took it you know so people will do any damn thing to get a dollar from you they will steal your hard-earned money to make themselves feel better while you sit up here wondering what the fuck just happened and it's scary as hell and it's you know it's 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 frightening it really is and it's and the thing is that the older people get the more they start thinking about stuff like that because you're not going to be able to work forever you're not going to be able to get up in the morning go to work do the job you've been doing forever how long and be fine with that one of these days you're gonna be like no we cannot do this anymore so that means you're going to retire and if you retire after all those years of doing whatever you're doing and you don't have a dime to your fucking name you'll be in a fucking homeless shelter before the year is over myself i already know that i'm going to be probably working until i'm a 90. i i, I know this sounds funny but it's true I ain't got no nest egg, hell, I ain't got an egg, period, okay? I ain't got an egg omelet, none of that shit. People want to rob me, they'll be just practicing. I'm dead serious. Not to be quoting Chris Rockery or Chris Tucker, but it's true. I ain't got shit to have. I pay a child support payment, and I haven't seen my daughter in five damn years. And I was out of work a few times, and and you think that I just said, no, fuck her and fuck the baby. No. I was trying to find jobs, trying to find work. Sometimes they say, okay, yeah. And sometimes they're like, fuck you, we don't need you. 
I cannot force people to hire me. I mean, I'm working now, but it's just a fact that, you know, this, this only thing I'm scared of is my child support because my, my daughter's mother will call the cops on my ass as sure as I'm on this damn radio and be like, what is ass in jail? And then what the hell is that going to do? So again, money makes you paranoid and also makes you a very extremely violent person sometimes, depending on how much you want. Okay. So got these guys and then to this younger generation, the younger generation now thinks that money can solve anything, anything. They think that they break the law and they're a millionaire. Oh, well, the law don't apply to me because I'm a millionaire. Wrong. That just means they're going to come at your ass harder. You do something fucking stupid, you're going to go to jail. You're going to go to prison. Just depends on how much money you have to fight it. If you ain't got that much, then your ass is going down. And same thing with white people. They, these, you know, these you know, millionaires now, they think they can get away with murder too. And sorry, not going to happen. Law is for your ass too. But they can fight it more better than, say, like my ass. If, they, if I do something wrong and if I did it, I'll, I'll go down for it. But say if I wanted to fight it, they don't in hell. I'll be, they will make a fucking jail with my name on it to throw me into it. Whereas somebody that's like a billionaire, they'll go to Club Fed or Club Med or whatever else they kind of club they go to. It won't even be like fucking prison. It'll be just like a damn, like a, you know, a extended stay health club or some shit. Okay. So, and it's and money is in politics we all know that and the biggest sucker i mean oh, i mean uh, the biggest uh, ass i mean you no know, <laughs> the biggest person i can think of in that case was our former cheeto in charge uh, i can't even say his name uh dt i'll put it that way and uh he thought that since he was a millionaire or whatever the hell he was that he could run the country well, we all know, some of us already know how that went and how he took it as a, you know, as a slap in the face when he lost. He lost, he lost, he lost. And how big of a baby he has been since then. And he supposedly he's a millionaire. Okay, yeah, whatever. You're a big millionaire baby. So you see, ladies and gentlemen, the almighty dollar is not almighty. It could make you it could make you a very mighty person by having a lot of it, but it also makes you a very, very scary person if you have too many of it. Because, you know, all the millionaires I've heard about or I've seen over the years, they have done one or two different things. They have either went completely off the grid, like Howard Hughes, who was not seen or heard from after 1960, ooh, 65, 66 or something like that. My dad told me a story about how he was uh, how he owned Las Vegas. He brought half the damn casinos in Las Vegas, all because they were trying to kick him out of the dunes. They were trying to evict him. He was up in a damn the, the, um, presidential suite uh, at the dunes. And one day they told him that he had to leave. He brought the fucking hotel. <laughs> he brought the casino. He brought like five or six of them. So anytime you walk into a casino in Las Vegas, Chances are there was a casino there with Howard Hughes' name on it, because that's what he that's what he did. He was just like, oh, let's buy the damn place. He thought everybody worked for him. And everybody walked in the door. Does he work for me? That's what money does to you, after you have too much of it. 
It makes you paranoid as shit. Yeah, you will. You can. You are able to buy shit. You're able to get whatever the hell you want. But sometimes having that is a prison because you go outside. You think somebody wants something from you, and chances are they do. You go out and buy things, and people are going to try to fucking steal it. There was a guy, old uh, older guy. He hit the biggest lottery in I think it was in Tennessee, 160 million bucks. He was in his 60s. Okay, I don't know if, if I'm saying it correctly, but this is what I've I've heard. Okay, he got robbed at gunpoint. He got his house broken into, and the factor was he got his granddaughter was kidnapped. The the kidnappers wanted to. One or two million bucks for her. They end up killing her. And you can't, you, you're scared for your family, you're scared for your friend, you're scared for yourself. Because people, especially now, don't give a shit. They will rob your ass at a, at a stoplight in the middle of the damn day and be like, what? What the hell I did? You just killed this man over here for what? You try to take his car. Okay. He's a millionaire. Okay, and that takes you shooting him in the in the forehead. They bust in his car. But see, some of that part, this that part, this part was kind of his fault. This man, he went to a bar, he had an Escalade, and he left. And I could not believe they said this shit. Thirty thousand dollars in his car, in a chucked in a uh, in a, a briefcase or something, and someone busted into his damn car to get it. You blame them. <laughs> I mean, he was probably drunk, but the fact of the matter is that he hit all that money and it was, you know, he said it was hell on earth to have it. And all these people saying, shit, it wouldn't happen to me if it happened. Okay, let, let, let you hit some big ass money. Okay, you're going to start looking at people sideways, underneath and every damn place else, because you're going to think, okay, why, why are they talking to me? Why are they, why are they here? Who are you? What, what are you doing here? Well, see, I got this problem. Okay, I can't help you. And then they get pissed off. And the next thing you know, they're trying to bust in your damn house to get wherever the hell they were trying to get from the the get-go. Because people are crazy. People are fucking crazy now. Especially now. They will shoot your ass for saying good morning wrong. So if you say no to them, it's just like saying, yeah, come back and get me. Come back and hit me, man. Go ahead. Because that's exactly what the fuck they're going to do. And it doesn't even have to have money involved. You say something even remotely wrong to somebody, you're liable to get your ass kicked. And that's without money. So if you rich and say that shit, oh, we're going to come back and hit your ass. And they'll come back and do it and tape your family up and throw you around and every damn thing else to get wherever the hell they were trying to get from you nicely. And they didn't earn it. So, yes, I am. Um, I, I'm not immune to that myself. I play scratchers a lot. Um, my wife doesn't doesn't like me doing that, but if we have a little money and she says, "Okay, yeah, go ahead. Okay, I'll go ahead and do it." If I win something on a scratcher, I go and trade in for something else. That's how I've been doing it for the last two years. But there was a time I used to make. I used to when I was single, I used to buy scratchers like they were going out of style. I had spent over <laughs> at one year before I met my wife. I spent over $2,000 on fucking scratchers. Two grand. I was like, damn, 
Okay, I don't have to do that much. But some of it I made back and some of it I fell flat on my ass. I've had everything from a dollar to $10,000 from scratchers. And I never told anybody, never around the world, be like, I'm rich, no, I'm rich, I'm rich, none of that type of shit. Because as soon as you say you're rich, people are like, rich? You'd be like, ow, it's like, ooh, he's rich. Okay. <laughs> you know, it is not about me, it's about them. They're trying to think, okay, how the hell am I going to get some money from this dude? And I've always told myself, if I ever get any kind of really huge money past 100,000 bucks, the only thing I'm going to do is, well, actually, there's a lot of things I'm going to do, but two, three things in particular. One, I'm going to get me a fucking car. And not just any car. A 1977 Pontiac Trans Am. I will drive my ass down to Arizona to a Baron Jackson auto auction and buy one right off the showroom fucking floor. Not all these people come here and be like, oh, I'm just going to put it in my collection. Fuck that. I'm going to drive this bitch. Because I've been wanting one of those since 1977. <laughs> okay? The hell with the whole, no, this is my collection. Every, no. The bitch going to get drove. Okay? That's, that's all I got to say. Second thing, I would pay off all the debts that I do owe. And, you know, pay them all so I ain't got to worry about them anymore. Because that's what most people should do when they get big money. But some don't. And the last thing I would do is take care of my wife. I would, um, I would also take care of my daughter and stuff, but my wife too, because she's, you know, been with me from thick and thin stuff, and to not do anything with what I got with her would be an insult to her. And that's what a normal person would do. They would do stuff like that, and you know, they don't get on TV like I'm going to quit my job. No, I'm not going to say that. I'm going to be like, okay, I got money, but just don't come to my house and ask me for a thousand damn things because you're not going to get it. And if you bust in my house, I'm going to bust a cap in your ass. There you go. Everybody's happy. <laughs> okay. But yeah. But um, but yeah, all these, these young people now, they want to be singers, they want to be dancers, they want to be choreographers. And it's not because they actually some actually love what they do. Some can sing their ass off. Some can play a piano like nobody's business. They can play guitar, whatever. But people in the big industry of music will distort that shit. To the point where you don't can't stand it no damn more. And then they try to lowball you on fucking paying you. And you got to do all these damn concerts so you can get a damn paycheck from them. And the next thing you know, you're hating what you what you fell in love with. I've seen it happen a million goddamn times. Pretty much for all the kids that went to Disney. And if, you know, they think that having a million or two million or wherever, how many millions they have, that all their problems will be solved. And that's not the fucking case. If anything, they get bigger. So, you know, you, 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 get, you go outside and ride a damn bicycle. And you actually run over somebody's foot. Oh, my God, my leg is broken. They'll sue your ass. You go to a damn club somewhere. Drinking and partying. Got your little sunglasses on. Got your chain hanging and all that type of shit. And one of them damn girls decide that this guy over here, the billionaire, raped my ass. Not only will you get sued, you'll probably get thrown in jail for what you say you didn't do. And it's a million other things. So it's not like you are, you know, you're cursed because that's also what money does to you. You're a walking, talking ATM. You might as well turn your name to Anthony Thomas Michaels or something because you're an ATM. But it's also because you, you don't know who you were, who was down with you before you got money 
or after you got money. Now, LeBron James, a man that everybody seems to fucking hate. This man has done a lot of stuff with the money he has made over the years, okay? He's built schools in Akron. He's uh, paid for kids to go to college even after they get out of school. Um, all of his friends from high school, he hired them all on when he got when he got famous. They all are got brains. They ain't stupid. They went out and played video games and they like 48 years old and all that type of shit. They all got brains. They know what they're doing. And, you know, he's got, you know, he's been with the same, his girlfriend since high school. He got married to her, got kids by her and everything. And, uh, you know, people, for some strange ass reason, hate his guts. It's all about basketball. They all like, he ain't no Jordan. No, he's not Jordan. He's not Kobe. He's not Karl Malone. He's not Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. He ain't none of that shit. He's LeBron James. That's his, that's his thing. King James. Every damn basketball player since forever had nicknames. Dr. J, Air Jordan, Larry Bird. Hell, Larry Bird didn't have to have a damn name. He, his name was uh, cool enough alone. Okay? You got Thunder Dan Marley. You had Pistol Pete and all that type of shit. And they all are in the Hall of Fame in some kind of shape, form, or fashion. But everybody has a problem with LeBron James. Now, my question is this. If he was out here, you know, tricking, going to strip clubs every five minutes, throwing his money up in his girl's ass, named, named Candy or Porsche or some other kind of foreign car, and um, acting a damn fool on camera and waving guns on there, that's for you there, Jay Morant. <laughs> you know, that type of stupid shit. Then would he be more light? I don't think so. They would just be like, hey, see, I told you ain't no shit. But he doesn't know none of that stuff, and they still people are still hating him for it. But, you know, I, I don't get that either. And he's a damn millionaire himself. He's a billionaire, basically. If he decided to stop playing right now, he would be fine. His name alone will get him fucking money. Yeah, he broke Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's shooting record. He's won four championships with three different teams, which is also something very amazing, and everything else. But if LeBron James went out just just to go out somewhere to get something from the store, okay, and he accidentally hit somebody's car, they will sue him for every fucking piece of money that he has. Why? Because he's LeBron James, and no one fucking likes him. That's fucked up, but it is what it is. But ladies and gentlemen, that's what money does to you. If you ain't got enough of it, you will do whatever the hell you got to do to get it, to pay your bills or do whatever else you're going to do. If you are a millionaire, a billionaire, quadrillionaire, whatever, then your ass is going to be paranoid for the rest of your damn life. Because you ain't going to know who the hell to trust, who the hell to talk to, who the hell is going to do this, who's going to do that. You know? This day and age, computers are every damn thing. So one hacker gets one thing about you and you could be wiped completely the fuck out. No matter how who you are and what you do. In other words, money is a root of all evil. Money brings out the evil, greedy ass pee things in our lives. Okay? You can come up there and have a whole bunch of damn money in front of you. Someone somewhere will be looking at it saying, oh, okay, I'm about to get this. And they ain't done a damn thing to get it. They just want it from you because you have it. They figure, oh, you can get some more. You ain't a fucking bank. 
they ain't no insurance on this money you got in front of you. They just want it. And they'll do whatever the hell they got to do to get it. They will kill your ass to get something from you that is money worthy. Doesn't have to be money. It could be chains. It could be TVs. It could be any goddamn thing. Because I don't trust people now. I don't trust no damn body now. I trust people that I've known over 30 years. I trust my wife. I trust my family. Friends. That's it. Everybody else, I don't know you. So why should I trust your ass? And if I was a millionaire, man, you better, man, I I would never have a a moment's rest. I really wasn't. I don't see how millionaires and billionaires even actually sleep. They got to be up on point all the time. Like, okay, what's going on? What's going on? You know, look at stocks and bonds and shit. Look at their bank account. Make sure they, they like one mint, one dollar is not gone and all that type of stuff. Some real Scrooge McDuck shit. Okay, you you watch Ducktales, right? Of course you did. Yeah, Scrooge McDuck over here swimming around in his own money. Hey, I'm swimming. That some bitch was scared to death of somebody getting his damn money. He had a fucking vault full of it, and he was scared to death. He didn't want to spend any of it. That's what money does to people. You get too much of it. You become Paranoid Jane or Paranoid John or whatever. Don't have enough of it. You'll be wishing that you were Paranoid Jane and Paranoid John. Okay? So it's just like it, it's a it's a damn if you do, damn if you don't have it type of situation. You know, if you are an athlete especially, you're doing all the running, you're doing all the jumping, you're doing all the shooting, catching, dunking, whatever. You're doing all this. But someone else is taking the credit or taking your money from you. And you're the one doing all the fucking work. You're the one that's on posters doing, you know, like, you know, posterizing people. You're the one catching footballs with one hand and, you know, diving for touchdowns, winning awards and everything else. But most of those damn, especially football players, they tend to be broke before the career is even fucking over. And it may be because of themselves or it could be somebody in their little entourage. You know, you bring your boys in. And uh, another thing, too, also, when, when, when an athlete, especially basketball or football or whatever, when they sign these contracts, they get their money, okay? And they tried and tried and tried to get out of wherever hood they come from to get to where they are now. The first thing they do after they get these money and they get the houses and the nice cars and everything, they go back to the damn hood that they came from. And I have no problem with that. I've seen many athletes do that. I almost ran into uh, this Laker one time with my car. I didn't, it was a 69, you know, Impala. And uh, I almost hit him. Actually, he almost hit me. I'll put it that way. And if I would have known then what I know now, I would let that something knock the holy hell out of me. Okay. I would have been like, oh God, I can't feel nothing, man. I can't feel my leg. I can't feel my feelings. I can't feel nothing. I want some money. <laughs> and it didn't happen, so it didn't really matter. Then one time I almost got hit by George freaking Brett. You know the baseball player that used to play for the Royals? Yeah. I came this close. He came close to hitting me in the side of my car. I got the car like, man, what the fuck's wrong with you? He goes, oh, hey, buddy, you all right? I'm like, you're, you're George Brett. <laughs> He's like, yeah. I was like, holy shit. I was like, damn. He could have clipped me. I'm like, oh, God. I would. 
I'm the same damn way. I'm a human. Okay. Brother broke. This is George Brett. He's in the Hall of Fame. He owns half the Royals. Okay. Could have broke me off, man, but that's all right. That's all right. That's cool. I think about there once in a while and think about myself, damn, I should let him hit my car. But anyway, <laughs> but yeah, but these athletes now, these younger athletes, they do all this stuff. They get out the damn, out their situation, out the hood, out the shootings and murders and everything. And they go right back to the place where they try to get away from. And like I said, there's nothing wrong with that. It's really not. You got some people that just don't want to be in the limelight like that. You know, it's probably made their parents want to live somewhere early. I like to live someplace else. Okay. You, you earned it. You got me through this part, and I'm going to take you the rest of the way. And that's all well and good. But when you start bringing friends, supposed that have, like, a really bad reputation for doing God knows what with God knows who, doing, like, oh, I don't know, doing dogfighting. That's for you there, Michael Vick. That son bitch, he's another good example of this. He's, before he got in trouble for this dogfighting shit, he signed a contract with the Atlanta Falcons to the tune of $190 million. Art Blank, the guy that owned the Falcons, he probably still does. He told Michael Vick, and I quote, you will die, Atlanta Falcon. In other words, he was going to play there until he couldn't play no damn more. And Mike was like, okay. And then all of a sudden, you're... Michael Vick and four of his other cohorts were playing dogfighting, pit bulls, and all that type of shit. I'm like, no, nah, come on. Mike wouldn't do nothing like that. He ain't going to do that. Come on now. But when it came out that it was true, and all the three people that was with him doing this thing, every damn one of them turned on Mike. You know why? Because Mike was the big name. Mike was the big money guy. He's the one that played for the house and paid for the dogs and all that type of shit. So all his so-called boys turned on his ass just to keep their asses out of jail. Mike was the only one who did fucking time. He did his time, and it was a long time ago. And people are still like, he's a damn dog killer. So are the rest of these motherfuckers. We don't see you up here boycotting his house. No, it was only Mike. His career was cut short because of it. And, you know, it was, it was the biggest mistake of his fucking career. As far as I'm concerned. But, you know, if you bring people a bad element into stuff like that, you better keep an eye on them because they will, because if they get in trouble, they're going to bring your name up. Fuck the, fuck the lawyer. They call my boy over here. He got millions. You're the one fucked up, not me. I'm just trying to figure out what the hell you're doing. But that's what money does to people. They think it's their money. And, and it's not. It's like, I earned this shit, not you. I didn't, you didn't go out there and get tackled by big-ass dudes breaking legs and bones and shit. I did. I didn't duck on seven-foot people and, you know, tore my damn knees up to the point I can't walk on them. I did. So when you do something stupid, don't call me. Call a damn lawyer. Call somebody else. Don't use my money to kill them. But it's just, you know, that's what money does to people. Money will make you do crazy shit. It'll make you turn on every damn family member you have if it's big enough money. Loyalty be damned. Okay? You can, uh, I mean, it, there's nothing else that, that can be said. And if anybody says, no, I'm, I'm, I'm doing this because I, I love this thing and blah, blah, blah. Okay, maybe so. 
But nine times out of nine people out of ten are going to say because I'm in it for the money. And can you blame them? But the thing is, though, like I said, with money, it makes you paranoid. You can't go out nowhere. You could probably go out, but you you'll be stalked for some somebody will stalk your ass, especially if you're like a like an actress or actor or something or athlete or something like that. And um, someone's looking to make some kind of money off of you. And they will do whatever the hell they got to do to get the money from you. See, and that's how Michael Jackson got caught up. I mean, yeah, he, you know, he was, he was weird. I'll, I'll give him that. But you see, think about it, what people don't understand about Michael Jackson. He wasn't a child molester. It's been proven. Okay. But what people think is him being a child molester was Michael being a kid. He didn't have a childhood. The man started dancing when he was five years old in clubs, smoky ass clubs, you know, with his brothers. He didn't get to ride the bicycles and everything else. But when he started making money, because he was Michael Jackson, everybody in the grandma was like, oh God, take take my kid, take my kid. Like like they don't like <laughs> like Michael turned out, okay, I'll take him. You know, he was trying to be a kid. He was a grown ass man. He was Peter Pan, basically. Grown ass man, a little small ass in a skinny likes in their body. But, you know, someone or somebody got greedy. And I am not saying what happened to that boy, if it happened at all, is right. Because any man or any woman, and I'll say this for the record, any man or any woman who does something to a child, molesting him or otherwise, needs to burn east and west hell, as far as I'm concerned. I do not have love for any child molesters, child predators of any kind. You can quote me on that. They all get roasted and fucking like hot dogs for all I give a shit. You don't get no love from me. So you go, you shouldn't be saying it. Why? You the one did it, not me. I know better. They're kids. So if you think they're attractive and anything, fuck you. And fuck anybody like you. But anyway, but yes, he messed, he was you know, dealing with his kids. And, uh, you know, it was taken the wrong way. Some people even still say he's a, he's a fucking child molester. Well, okay, whatever. But if Michael Jackson was broke and doing that same thing with those same kids, it would be a totally different damn story. They would have threw Michael's ass in a damn solitary confinement. But he'd be in there <laughs> dancing around and stuff. And no one would give a fuck. But it's Michael Jackson. He's a millionaire. Not to say it has anything to do with it, but yes, it does. So, long story short, if you are a person who makes like really good money doing whatever the hell you do for a living, whether it be a lawyer, doctor, you know, chemist, whatever, you're making like hand over fist money, okay? That's great and all. But knowing and, and know this, someone wants what you have. Someone will get jealous of you. They'll tell you, well, I wish I could be doing that. Well, you could have done that, but you didn't. You wanted to be out in clubs and drinking you know, green beer and all that type of shit. I was over here trying to get an education so I could actually make this type of money. But if the wrong person is actually looking at you as a person that, okay, I can't have that. 
Somebody's going to take it from you. It has happened many times. If you are an athlete and you are good at what the hell you do, catching baseballs with palms and all that type of stuff, running like 400 dial dashes and everything, and you making, making money off of that stuff, again, there are people that are looking at you like, okay, I'm going to get this motherfucker. If you hit the lottery by, by God's good graces, you make it, you know, you make like 30 or 20, 30 million bucks. Of course, taxes are going to come out, so that's going to be about less than that. But the fact of the matter is, you're going to have relatives you ain't never fucking met. You have girlfriends that just want to sleep with you because I just slept with a millionaire. And they can lie about it later on. And some of your friends, whether you know them for about 20 years or 20 seconds, slip just like that. Because you're a millionaire. And also, family. I was watching this uh, HBO documentary, I think it was an ESPN documentary, on uh, athletes that, that go broke after after their careers are over because they lend money out to people left and right. This woman, I cannot remember this dude's name, so forgive me. His mother sued him for 130 million bucks, or actually 100, 130,000, sorry, because she said it's what he owed her for raising him. I say again, this is her son, okay? She sued her own son for that type of money because she was owed it to him, to her, for raising him. Does that make any damn sense to y'all? It doesn't to me. Because, as I always say, if you don't want kids, don't have them. Okay? You had, if you raise your son or you raise your daughter to do whatever the hell they, they're doing because you took them to soccer practice or whatever else there was, and they get some kind of big-ass contract from what the hell they do, and you turn around and tell them, thank you, I'm about to sue the shit out of you. Damn, mom, okay, it's, it's like that? You're worse than a damn stranger. Dads do. And uh, I got another good one on that one. Carl Millman Malone. I guess Mr. Utah, Mr. Utah Jazz. He has two kids. Son, that plays football. He has a daughter in, in the WNBA. His daughter... I don't know how many years ago it was, won a WNBA championship with the Phoenix, I think it was Phoenix Mercury, whatever. And he accepts her as his daughter. She's an athlete. She's a basketball player. He was a basketball player. But the son over here that plays football don't even, don't even acknowledge his ass. He's been doing that for years. He got a 13-year-old girl pregnant before he became Carl Malone. And, uh, I was like, oh, okay, I totally forgot about that. But the fact of the matter is this. The boy, the football player, his son, biological son, he could have said, okay, I got two kids by two different women. And I respect both of them. I love both of them. Whatever. But he just downright just disowned this motherfucker over here. But he can like the daughter because she's a champion. And also she plays basketball. So, again, money comes involved. And you can call me, like I said, a skeptic. You can say that I'm reading to the stuff too wrong. 
And you could probably say, Saint, you need to take your black ass in bed. You can do any of that. But tell me that I'm fucking wrong. I don't know if probably somebody was like, yeah, you're wrong as hell. No, I, I don't think I am. Now, if you want to just prove that to me that I was wrong for saying this, go out and try to hit something. Go down to like a casino or something. Hit like the jackpot they got going on, okay? Like for 300,000 bucks or whatever. And you tell somebody, whether it be a friend, family member, whatever, that you hit this money. If they tell you congratulations and do not ask you for anything, then that is a true friend, that's a true family member, and they are like, okay, congratulations. But if you do the same thing and you tell a family member or a friend that you did hit this money, and the first thing to come up out their mind is, well, you know, you can tell them. That's the ones you might want to stay away from. Matter of fact, you shouldn't even tell them that you are know hitting this money because they're not thinking about you they're thinking about themselves money makes you very selfish it really does you get too much of it and people are like hey man i want some money too okay go out and get a job oh they don't like that oh no i got to get yours man why you know and and it's it shouldn't be that way but it's been like that for years it's been like that for centuries really you know, all those Romans and stuff, they had the gold and everything, and all these peasants out there eating bread off the floor and everything, you know, and, and slavery. Oh, God, don't even get me into that. So the fact of the matter is this. If you want money, that's great. Who doesn't want money? Okay. But do not let the dollar that you make make you a target because it does, especially if you make over 100000 bucks. You'll be the biggest damn yard. You might as well just paint a big ass bullseye on your back as a tattoo. Because every time someone sees you, they're going to lock in on your ass. And it's not about you. It's about them. My car is broke down. My house is about to be possessed. Uh, you know, I, I need this. I need that. All these girls, these younger girls that <laughs> date these rap stars or hip hop stars, they're not rap stars. And they, you know, got their little hair done and stuff like that. Nails did and everything. You think they're going to pay for that shit for themselves? Oh, no. That's going to be on the boyfriend. You're the one that's making all the money. Go and buy like $400, you know, Gucci bags and, you know, these $9,000 shoes that you only going to wear once and everything. Your boyfriend ain't going to wear that. That'll be on you. You just want, as well as good for him. Okay, that's great. Then go to Payless and get some shoes from there. Go to Ross for less and get some shoot, get some clothes from there. You know, real cheap shit, and you look, you look, you look fine. I'm not looking at that anyway. But that's what young people think now. They've seen all the uh, the videos with the guys wearing the Lamb driving Lamborghinis, and you know they got all these girls hanging around them, and you know they got they all dancing and wearing stuff that they breathe wrong, just gonna fall off and shit. And they look at it like, yeah, that's what I want. I'm going to get that shit. There's a lot of stuff that goes into that. And if you don't have enough money, you're not going to get that. And I don't give a damn. You could look like fucking Medusa. Okay, green in the face, got snakes out your damn head and everything else. If you have more than a million dollars, you're the most finest thing they ever seen. Men do that shit too. 
it's not just the women. Men do it too. They come out there and be like, well, yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to find somebody to settle down with. Oh, really? So why didn't you just settle down with Big Bertha over here? No, the big chick over here in the corner. She, she ain't got money. Go, go, go deal with her. No, I'm else you. I was like, no, no, you see me get out this damn Lamborghini over here. That's what it is. And that's why your ass want to, you know, get with me. Where Big Bertha sitting over here, she drives a she drives a Jeep or something. Go, go, go talk to her. You ain't got to talk to me. <laughs> you know? And they'd be like, oh, shit. And, of course, you know, they'll be talking about doing this, doing that. Go watch your car. You know, I, was, I, I have sex with you every night and everything. And it's like, okay. And do you expect to get paid for this? <laughs> God, I know it's not going to be for free. Oh, hell no. So I'm just saying that um, money, as they say, is a root of all evil. You see, you see the real person when it comes to money. You see the real actions of people when it comes to money. You got enough of it, they want it. You have too much of it, you become a fucking recluse. You'll be up here peeing in mason jars and shit and stay inside your damn house for like four or five years. Everybody thinking you're dead. All because you got millions of dollars. Billions. You know, you can fly, go anywhere you want to. But see, the only thing that you can't buy with money is your life, even though some people try. Uh, you can't pay for a, for a spaceship to leave the Earth because that would probably be more feasible. And uh, you can't buy friends, some friends. You can't buy love either. Everybody's like, well, money, look, no, no, you don't love me. You love my, my, my bank account. That's what you love. Now, before I get off of here, I got the ultimate, ultimate example of what the fuck I'm talking about. Anna Nicole Smith, you remember her, Mrs. I look like, like uh, Marilyn Monroe and you know, she got, she got ass and you know, bangers for days and stuff like that. Playboy model. Yeah. Her. Well, she was, uh, when she was alive, she dated a guy that was in his nineties. Uh, that liver spots everywhere. Couldn't walk, couldn't talk, do anything. I love her. I love you too. Really? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, you love this 89,000-year-old man. Yeah. Looks like a mummy. Yeah. And uh, you fell in love with him, and he fell in love with you. We are just so happy together. By the time you get to his age, he will be dust. Okay? He will be, he looked like he already was dust. His son, he had a son or whatever, and his son was like, no, she was totally in it for the money. You think? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Because Annie wasn't, she wasn't doing Playboy anymore. She was trying to be an actress, and she acted in a few things or whatever. But, you know, she had a really bad drinking and drug problem, as we all know. That's what killed her. And she's up here dating this guy, or this very extremely old man, who couldn't fucking talk. Or actually, he could talk, but he was like, <laughs> and you just fell in love with him. Really? Okay. So it wasn't the two billion bucks that he had on him when, you know, why y'all date or you were married. I mean, she's dead now, so you can't ask her. But the fact of the matter is, like I said, money makes a person that looks ugly fine as hell. You could look like a walrus. Some woman will find you attractive, not because of you, it's because of what you have. Not all women are like that, just some. Some will even be proud of it. Yes, I took it, man, so what? 
Well, thank you. Thank you so much for verifying that. But um, but yeah, 90, he was 97 years old. I'm sort of looking like, and your blonde ass is up here dating him, and why? Because it's sure not because he's cute. He had liver spots that looked like the sides of the, the damn moon craters. And uh, she just fell head over in love with him. And that can be said about any older man with a younger woman. And I'm not saying all older men are like that. Well, actually, some of them are. But especially if you are a millionaire or a billionaire. Do you ever see any billionaires with some woman that's the same age as them? I don't think so. You see all these guys that's making money hand over fist and they, they, they think somebody is owned it to be their fucking daughter? Yeah, they're not there for them. They're there for the moolah. They can say, no, we love each other. Oh, yeah, you do love each other. So you love you love Washington, you love Lincoln, you love uh, you know Benjamin over here. Benjamin, a lot of Benjamins, you know. You miss me with that shit. I'll look at you and be like, <laughs> you really love this guy. Yeah, right, okay. So if this somebody lost all this fucking money, you would still be in love with him. I asked a lady that once, and she almost slapped me because of that. I was like, hey, whoa, damn, why so physical? Jeez. My God, it's not like I'm telling you that you're, you know, you're after his money or something. Because, it just, I mean, come on. You know? this, I mean, somebody that looks like a ninja without actually looking like a ninja. He blacker than, than, than night. The only way you could find him is with his eyes open. And you're going to tell me that he was fine? No, it's because he just got out this damn Ferrari over here that costs more than most houses. And you cannot tell me different. Ever. Period. That is what big money gets you. But it also could be gone in an instant. You run out of money, you're going to run out of friends. Trust me. Like, if you had boys every night and everything, and you get down to like 100,000 bucks. You are no longer worthy of being hung around. You ain't shit, basically. So people do stuff to keep their money flow the way they were, they're, you know, they're used to. And, you know, go about their business. So it's a very, very cutthroat thing. It really is. Money will, will just, it, it ruins you. It really does. It, it takes years off your life. You, you know, you don't trust people very much or at all. You can't go anywhere because you're paranoid. And um, people just, you know, you just don't, you don't trust them. Especially now. With all these damn people acting fucking crazy and shit. You really expect a million, a billionaire to go out and try to find a love of his life? Or and that's another thing too. Reality shows. I've already mentioned the Real Housewives of where the fuck they're, they're staying at. But um, like this, there's a <laughs> there's a new reality show on on Fox called Farmer Wants a Wife. Now, none of these farmers, at least as far as I know, are millionaires. If they are, then okay. But you get all these girls come out there to their barn, like, oh my god, he's so hot, he's so cute, oh my god. You know, he's a farmer, right? Well, yeah, I know. Okay, well, okay, well, you know, you're on TV, you ain't got to worry about that. You get exposed and that type of stuff. And the same thing with The Bachelor. Same thing with The Bachelorette. Same thing with, you know, 
any reality show that has something to do with involving, you know, proposal or marriage or whatever. It comes down to the money. Do you think these people do these reality shows just because they are out of the kindness of their hearts? <laughs> I don't think so. They get fucking paid. And that's probably one of the real reasons I don't even like fucking reality shows, because there's no reality to it. Come on. Love and hip hop. Anywhere. Don't believe that shit either. They're just doing it for the fucking drama and the paycheck. <laughs> People do these damn little, like these, like uh, Big Brother shows and, you know, like, like they had this thing on there, like on VH1 called, you know, Celebrity Rehab and all that type of shit. You think they actually went there to get rehab on TV? You like everybody watching you get rehab for something that you are addicted to? No. It's to get the fucking paycheck. You know, and, and like I said, that's what money does to you. You know, and you could be broke and be like, shit, this is the only way I'm going to get some money. Okay, bet. I could be a rehab person. And they got these celebrities that you don't see very much anymore. Old athletes that don't play anymore. And, you know, somebody actually does have a drug problem, but they come on TV to, quote, unquote, get, get well. No, I don't think so. It's to get a fucking paycheck so you can pay this child support that you got over here because you have 20 kids. That's for you there, Nick Cannon. That's some bitch. <laughs> oh, man. I don't, oh, man. <laughs> he got 12 fucking kids. 12. Every time he in entertainment tonight, they're good for this shit. They come up there and, like, I really want to care that Nick Cannon has knocked up another damn girl with another damn baby that he shouldn't have in the first place. Why do you think Nick Cannon's doing all your damn TV shows like fucking Mass Singer? There's been like nine damn seasons in less than three. Because you need to get a damn paycheck so you can pay all these damn girls. Because only if all of them decide to pull a child support payment on his ass, oh, hell, he's already paying like three million bucks for all these damn kids. And that's before the child support, I guess. I don't know. But the fact of the matter is that he had all these damn kids, about all these different women, even Mariah Carey, you got twins by her. And you don't win, don't win, know when to stop, dude. It just, if these girls decided to have a, a coming to Jesus meeting with each other, and they all decide, okay, we're all going to send them for child support. Nick Cannon is going to be in a homeless shelter, <laughs> begging for money. Hey, I'm Nick Cannon, can you give me some money? To pay these damn, these healthers off. Because <laughs> they have all your kids. Get damn dick in your pants. Excuse my language. But, I look at it every time, every time entertainment, I say, well, Nick Cannon's got another pregnancy. Why are you making this a damn dick? What, why? What is this news? We all know that he's a damn, he, he don't give a damn, you know? And, but then again, the girls he got knocked up or got pregnant, they seem to not care either. They're seeing as, okay, you don't give me some money to take care of this baby. I mean, they may love him. They may like, oh yeah, he's, he's kind of cute. Apparently, he was very cute because you had babies by him. Come on. Okay? And then, these kids that grow up in these damn houses, these millionaires and trillionaires and whatever, you know, they're spoiled to begin with. They can say, well, no, I'm just, I'm just down to per- No, you're not. No. Your dad or your mom or both of them bust their ass to become millionaires so they can spoil your ass. Having you, like, uh, what's the name of that damn show on MTV? Sweet 16. 
I know you've probably all seen it, another dumbass reality show with all these little kids. They get their teenage girls and boys, and they're on there planning their their surprise birthday or whatever. And the daddy gets them like a like a damn Bentley for their for their seventeenth birthday present and all that bullshit. So like, wow! Get her a Toyota Corolla and call it a day. She don't need this big ass car. It's too much fucking car for them anyway. Why get him a thirty thousand, like a three hundred thousand dollar car? She's seventeen. She can't even spend three hundred thousand dollars. You like, I just want my baby to feel happy, man. You know, and that's great. That's understandable. Anybody wants good for their children. That's great. But if she's sixteen fucking years old, can't spell license. And she don't need a three hundred fifty thousand dollar damn Bentley. Come on. <laughs> And then you wonder why you're broke by the time you die. I wonder where all the money went. Probably to her fucking birthday party. <laughs> getting like, getting fucking like like people like uh, you know Beyonce or some shit. The thing at your girl's seventeenth birthday or sixteenth birthday. You think she gonna do that shit for free? Hell no. <laughs> well, she did one, and, and Beyonce, she actually did that for a chic in Dubai. He gave her three million dollars to sing at her <laughs> his her son or his his daughter's birthday party. Three million fucking dollars. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. So yeah. So you cannot tell me that money does not rule every fucking thing around you. Yo, Wu Tang told us that. You know? Come on. You ain't got enough of it, you ain't you ain't shit. You have all of it, then you are a target for shit. You know, come on. It's ridiculous. So, yeah, but um, as I always say, I had something on my head. I thought I would share with you. You may, you know, may think the same way. You may not even give it a second thought. But the fact is, is that the more money, the more problems. The bigger the money, the bigger the con, or the bigger the, the stakes, and all that type of shit. Because they figured that you are making this money, so taking some from you is not going to be a big damn deal. Oh yeah, it is a big deal, because it's not yours. Okay? And anybody that says, well, it's a free no, no, it's not. Okay, yeah, free country. I'm free to whoop your ass if you touch my, my money. People have died. People have fled countries and everything else because of of money and it's like okay every damn drug dealer that's in federal prison right now is in there because of money they sold drugs to get the money pablo escobar comes to mind richest goddamn drug dealer ever and no even he was in hiding and shit so yeah so money makes you crazy it makes you paranoid Get too much of it, somebody will try to try your ass, and will and will totally be in. You know, they think they they're right for doing it. You know, it's very scary. And to get all kind of money, and especially if you hit the, the Powerball for like more than over two million bucks or whatever, you know, like I said, you get on TV and and show yourself to everybody. Hi, I'm gonna want to hit the three hundred million bucks. You don't think they trying to they plotting right then and there? Shit, yeah, they are. Okay, man, we got this dude. We got it. We got him. He, 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 he gone. 
be about to rob his ass and be dead fucking serious. What can you do? You can buy the, the best damn, you know, alarm system in the whole fucking world. Still ain't gonna mean shit. You can buy walls that go over the top of your damn house to cover yourself, which starts the paranoia thing. Ain't it's not gonna matter. You could have a girlfriend that you have known for for your entire damn life, and she turns and she went from your girlfriend to well, somebody that's a a black widow trying to plot to kill your ass to get the money that you you know that you have insurance policies on that bullshit. Then all of a sudden you fall off a, off a off a horse at full speed and break your damn neck and die. Oh God, I'm so I'm so torn up. I'm gonna get my Mercedes and take off. All about money. Politics, money. You can't run for president if you don't have over four billion dollars. You know, and they got money to buy their their buses. And Cheeto was a good example of that. He brought his own damn plane. He had two or three of them. Talking about uh, Trump one and Trump two and all that bullshit. I'm like, God, this man, just go away. <laughs> Oh my God, just, just go away. Just leave us alone, Lord. But he also, it's in, and he's also a good example because everybody thought that since he was a millionaire or lack thereof and whatnot, he's a very smart man. He should be president of the United States. And whether you believe it or not, whether you voted for him or not, the guy was a fucking idiot. He still is a fucking idiot. He's getting indicted by every damn thing in, in Washington, and he's still running for president in 2024. Like I said, money makes you stupid. His case, very stupid. <laughs> okay? So, yeah. You get all this damn, and yeah, being a millionaire, that'd be great. You know, hang out with your friend. I mean, well, like I said, be responsible, of course, though. And you do stuff to get your stuff out the way before you start spending on dumb shit. Because I already told my wife, <laughs> if I hit the lottery, I only want three things. My Trans Am, a black truck, pickup truck, not on those big ass, big tires like bullshit, just a regular old truck, and a house. Everything else after that comes secondary. So I'm going to get myself straight before I do any of that shit. And if the people start coming around, I mean, family, that's one thing. Total fucking strangers looking for a handout. Oh, no, no, uh, hell no. And if you try to take it from me, I have enough money to buy me some kind of weaponry. Whether it be a sword and a damn cane, a gat in my damn pocket, whatever. I can afford it. So I'm going to tell you nicely first. And if you try it, I'm going to tell you not so nicely. I'm going to turn to John fucking Wick. Bitch, I told you I ain't going to give you no damn money and get away from me. If you still talking shit, okay, then you must want to die. <laughs> it is what it is. But it makes you paranoid. That's part of the money thing. But either way, ladies and gentlemen, that is it for me tonight. I think I've ratting and raved about money long enough. And you're probably like, oh my God, is he going to keep going? Is he going to get going? No. Because I like to keep my audience you know, wanting more. So either way, if you are a person, like I said, that makes a lot of money and you make it by doing something you love, that's great. I'm happy for you. You got money to, for your kids to go to college way after you're gone. 
That's fine too. That's great. That's responsibility. But if you're one of these little youngins that think that since you have millions and millions of dollars, you can go out and do pretty much any damn thing you want to and get away with it, wrong. Doesn't mean bigger problems. That's all it is. And I tell people this and they laugh at it, but it's the truth. I swear there's going to be more dancers, singers, choreographers than they were lawyers, doctors, or policemen. Because everybody wants to be rich. They see the videos, they see the TV shows, and everything. Oh, God, they're billionaires. They must be, they're awesome. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's, it plays out pretty good on TV. But don't try that shit in person. So I'm telling you, you go out and, and, and hanging around people that you know could get your ass hung up for something. And you're still like, oh, it's my boy, maybe come up together and everything. Okay, that's great. But you tell your boy over here, act like a fucking, like a grown adult, please. Because I'm not going to jail because of you. Because they ain't going to look at you. They're going to look at me. Because I'm hanging around you. Who's up? So if I lost my ghetto pass because of that, then oh well, I didn't have one in the first place. Because I'm I'm in my 40s. I'm, I'm close to 50 than I am a 20. So I'm looking at shit like, okay, that's that was stupid. Oh, that's really stupid. Why the fuck you get this garbage for this dude? He ain't going to pay it. He don't think you to pay it. So... That's all I'm saying is that money is the root of all evil. Money makes people crazy. You have too much of it. You can't trust nobody. Don't have enough of it. You'll be living under a overpass. You'll have friends while you have it. You'll have no friends after you get rid of it. And basically, by signing your name on a check that's worth over 30 million bucks, you pretty much decide to make a target on your back for any damn body that's trying to get what you have. So just uh, watch what you do, especially online. Just, you know, they feel like, oh, hell, he got a million dollars. We're going to go ahead and hack his ass real quick. And you'll be flat fucking broke and don't know why. Athletes and people like that have it bad. So I'm not trying to chastise nobody. I'm not trying to say, you know, be a paranoid person and you ain't sure if you ain't got no money. I'm not saying any of that. If you are making modest money, doing an honest living, that's great. I'm doing the same damn thing. I know for a fact that I will never, ever be rich. Too many factors. But if you are lucky enough to be rich and lucky enough to take care of yourself and your family, then you're, you're good. You're great. You're awesome. But if you up here going to strip clubs every five minutes, look at the same ass you looked at the day before, you were throwing money up here, making rain and storm shadows and all that bullshit, then you're going to be broke before you even turn 30. You're going to get robbed before you get 30. Hell, you'll probably get fucked over by a girlfriend or, or best friend. And that's what money does. You don't believe me? Get something bigger than $100,000. And if you get on your boat, well, damn, Satan was right, man. So you did try to wipe my ass out. Thank you. Okay? Not because of you. It's because of your money. They don't see so-and-so in front of them. They see green. They see Washington. Like, hey, how you doing? I'm Washington. I'm green. They see Roosevelt. They see all those other big money people. They see dollar signs. So 
Just saying, just watch your ass. That's all I'm going to say. With that, I'm out. Folks, have a nice weekend. Try to stay warm because it's pretty cold here in Kansas City, even though spring is right around the corner. Matter of fact, it's next Monday or something like that. And um, just uh, be careful and be safe, please. Because people, like I said, are fucking crazy. So this is The Saint Says on Wisdom.